You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 116. Now, in this episode, I'm super excited to talk to you about my biggest secrets for selling more event tickets. And I feel like as someone who's done their own events and struggled with this part of throwing your own event, I understand firsthand what it feels like to just feel like it's about you, like you you get a venue, you put all this time into planning, you coordinate some vendors, you get the invitation made, you set up an Eventbrite page, and then you hit publish and you just are like crickets. Okay, so what? when do people buy the tickets? Especially if you're like me, you're like, I support other people's MLM businesses and I bought the Tupperware and the lip gloss and whatever. And like, you go to throw an event, they're like, yeah, I just feel uncomfortable. It sucks. Like, I totally get that. It sucks. So you listening to this is going to help you learn what to do to build your own audience and how to leverage the things we learned from Google Analytics to do that well. I feel like ticket sales for events that you put on yourself is a very emotional thing. It's like having a baby. When you do an event, you're like doing all of it. Like you conceive the idea in your mind and then you decide like what it's going to look like in the theme and you decide where it's going to be and you have conversations and you plan and you put money down and it's a big investment. And so when people, um, you know, when they put so much energy and thought into something and then they go to launch it, sometimes it feels like, oh my gosh, I must've created something bad because nobody bought and it didn't go well, and everybody hates me, and no one bought a ticket. Like, where are all my friends? Like, I, and and even like, let's say the situation, if you're the type of person that's supportive of everybody else's, and you're buying their lip scents, and you're going to their Tupperware party, and you buy their Zaya workout clothes, and then you do your thing, and, and they don't come to support you. This is what I'm talking about, like that feeling of like, putting yourself out there, and feeling like you are making deposits into emotional bank accounts, and then it's not being reciprocated. You know what I mean? Like, don't set yourself up for disappointment. Like, do things because you want to do them and you're not expecting anything back. And I promise you, karma is real and karma is good. And that if you implement the things that I'm telling you, these real strategies, that this is going to help elevate the experience of people coming to an event of yours and you're not going to take it personal. So for this whole lesson, we want to talk about how to price an event and, and plan the event all the way to like marketing it and making sure that you are using whatever um, tactics and advice and, and strategies would be the best to implement selling the actual tickets. So a lot of people ask me this because I do dance party ticket sales and it's, it's hard. This is like the hardest part of an event for me because I feel like putting it together, dreaming up the theme, um, organizing all the pieces, like that is fun. That is like such a pleasure for me. But when I have to go to sell the tickets, I'm like, because it's that same like feeling of rejection. When you feel like you have friends or you have people that like you've supported, you feel like they should be supporting you. And sometimes like you have to build your own support system around ticket sales for your own events. And it's not easy. And I want you to know that it's so worth it though. Like once you finally nail this down and you've got something, you're like, okay, the next one's going to be even better. And then you're going to be selling out your own events and you're going to have so much success, but I promise you that it does require hard work and struggle and sacrifice is part of the game. So if you go into that, like with an open mind, knowing that sometimes it's a little easier to not take it so personal. Okay. So here's, what's really interesting. So the first thing I want to talk about, is called the seven to one rule. So the seven to one rule is all about the science behind how they price tickets. And when, um, 
when analytics was done on a big ticketing site, Eventbrite, which I did a, a lesson on, um, that they found that every time the price was raised $7, that the conversion, the number of people who actually clicked on it and bought went down in percentage. And I think that's interesting because it's, it's not necessarily like always about the price, but I think when you're new, sometimes it is about the price and it's really hard to know like where to set this. And so I hope that as I, as I go through these, like you understand like where to set your own event tickets, if doing your own events is something that you want to do and want to tackle. And so here's kind of how it works. Like if you're able to sell a ticket for $10 and you send out a hundred invitations, a pretty good conversion would be about 10%. So think about asking a hundred people to buy a ticket. A lot of times we put on our own events and we're like, I did the event published. Like now everyone will come to me. The internet is a busy, busy place, my friends. Like don't expect people to just come to you to buy a ticket to your event. Like you gotta ask people. So make it a goal to invite a hundred people if you wanna sell 10 spots. I hope that's putting a little bit more pressure to be like, oh wow, like, so if I want a hundred people to come, like, well, you know what I mean? Like keep doing the math. And especially in the first ones, like you've got to prove yourself. And so every time that you increase your ticket price by $7, again, that's going to go down in percentage. And so think about like finding the sweet spot of like, okay, what should I be charging um, to appeal to my audience and not drive them away because the price is too scary and they haven't seen the value and like what I can do. The next thing is the power of nines. So as you're thinking of where to land on your ticket price, something really interesting that you could think about is instead of rounding up to a zero, ending at a nine. So let's say you're going to sell your tickets for $10. Instead of selling for $10, you round to the nearest nine, which would be $9. So something mentally in us is triggered when something is like $9.99. It's $10. Like it's a penny difference. But I'm always like, oh, it's $9. Always, right? Or it's like, I do it by the tens too. I don't know if you do this, but it's scientifically proven. And it's why a lot of stores have done this because the, the marketing and the analytics shows it's very consistent that when they use the $9 ticket increment opposed to the 10, like ending on a 10 with a zero at the end, they were selling 30% more than if it was up rounded to the next um, 10. And I think that's so interesting because it's like, you can play around with that like $9 or $19 or, or whatever, but people tend to round it down. So like when I see something for $29, I'm like, oh, it's it's 20 bucks. You know, like I round it way down. I don't even say it's $30. I say it's 20 bucks. So again, like think about that in your mind as you're thinking of your own buying hab habits and like just being aware of how that works. Okay, the next tactic is doing early bird pricing. Now this is something I do in my dance parties and it is really effective. Um, this is about conversion ratios that are definitely going to help increase the, the initial like launch of your sale because it drives excitement to the fact that you're doing an event and it's giving an incentive to act right now. Like a lot of times people don't realize that the majority of tickets are sold at the very end near an event. Like you could launch an event and have one ticket sell. And then you're like, Oh my gosh, like I have all this money invested. I have time invested. Like I have, I have all this work I have to do. And I have one person that bought on the day I launched but then maybe you close the day that you close like the, the sale and it's like, okay, my dance, you know, my dance party is the next day. Like I will have such an influx. And I've seen that too with all kinds of people's classes where the last day or the day before that's where they sell the majority of their tickets. And so this early bird pricing kind of rewards people for taking action when they're right there. Um, and it gives you some security to know that you can cover your costs. And almost every time when I launch ticket sales and I do early bird pricing, I will have a, a savings 
enough there that's like covers all of my expenses for the event. So I hope that that's something that kind of helps you. So how you do this is you maybe say like, okay, um, I'm launching ticket sales and it's going to be on Tuesday at 10 a.m. And anyone who buys a ticket on Tuesday is going to save $5. So normally it's, you know, $9 and early bird is $5. Or you could say normally it's $19 and early bird is $14, whatever it is. But early bird pricing is, is a huge increase. And so you want to make sure that you offer it. It's like a separate ticket line. The reason I love Eventbrite is because it gives you options to do different tickets. And it's really important that people, like whenever you give them a choice, like, do you want to come to my event or do you not? That's a yes or no. Like whenever it could be a yes or a yes situation, that's always really awesome. It's like early bird ticket is this price, regular ticket is this price. And they're like, oh, I'll just buy the early bird. Like, do you want this or that, right? So that's a little bit of like a like strategy that you can use psychology to kind of help you with that. So when you're promoting your event, typically for events, you want to give like one to two months advance notice for people to plan their calendar. I think a month is appropriate for most events that people do, but two months out is about right. Um, and it's called the two month, two weeks rule. So once you've set up how much you want to price your tickets for, you have like the early bird tiers and all of these things. The next step is to think about how you want to promote it and like the timing of your promotion. So if you're not already doing this, I want you to sit down because like you got to think through like the gap in between because it's the most depressing time of when you do an event. As someone who's done so many events, like you either sell tickets or you don't sell tickets, but that first like again month or two months out is the hardest time because you're like, oh my gosh, like it's going to be barren. No one's there. And it's hard not to feel down. And you have to remember that like 90% of events that that were analyzed um, two weeks before the event is where they sell 70% of the tickets. And so if you're like, yeah, that's totally me. Like it's totally normal. And that's normal for me too. Like the majority of tickets are sold two weeks before the event. And I would even say like days before my events, like that's where people, the influx is like, oh yeah, I know I'm free. And so that's, that's something that you should consider. Um, another part of this that is really helpful is 50% of people that bought on the first day with those early bird tickets came typically from an email. And so we've, I've talked about emails. We've done lessons about emails. I think it's important that you recognize like the email list is crucial to making this happen. If you can send out an email that's saying, Hey, I want you to know that I have an event coming up because you're on my email list, like I want to give you early bird pricing. I want you to know that you're in the know. Like I want you to know what's up. This is going to be on this day. This is when you buy, like give them everything they need to know. And then a, a link to buy the, the early bird ticket. It's going to help a lot. And that promotional timing is really important because you need to think about what time people are actually going to be in their inbox buying. So I don't know if you fit into this category. I totally do. But there's a rule that says, is it before noon or is it afternoon? Like if it's going to be sent before noon, then send it. If it's going to be sent afternoon, don't even send it. And the email data from Google Analytics shows that if you sell a, a send out a sales email afternoon, like the majority of people aren't even going to see it because they're going to be bogged down and they're going to be so deep into their work and whatever they've got going. If you can send it before noon, it's actually going to be something that people see, open, and read, and that's going to help drive the conversions of people reading the email, clicking the link, buying a ticket. And so as you think about that customer journey, like reading an email, clicking a link, filling out the information, buying the ticket, you need to know that 
56, that's more than half of the people who are attending um, your events are buying the ticket using a mobile device. Another reason I love, love, love Eventbrite. Their mobile app is beautiful and it's amazing. And so if you're doing your own thing, like you're like, oh, I'll have people Venmo me or I'll sell, you know, I'll sell this way or whatever. Like you've got to have a system for tracking that. So if people are going to Venmo you, that's fine. But then like, are they going to a Google form? What does that look like? So make sure you have a, a guide on like a temperature on, on how the mobile experience feels from the customer perspective. Because again, 50, 56%, that's a lot of people buying on a mobile app. Like if they get to a website that your husband's friends, uncles, cousins built, and it's, it's like awesome on a desktop, and then you get to the mobile and it's like kind of jacked up, that's going to have them lose trust and faith and be like, I don't know, this is kind of sketchy. And so you want it just to be super seamless. So again, if you're like, oh, I don't know, Eventbrite is so great for that because it helps to like just whatever device you're on, it automatically formats to that. And it's a super professional system that like automatically sends out the email when they buy a ticket, it automatically sends them a reminder two days before it automatically gives you reports of like how they found your link, um, who bought, how many views you have, like all of these cool analytics that maybe are like, oh, that sounds a little scary or like intimidating. But I promise you, like once you leverage analytics in your event planning, like ticket sales, especially, it's going to be a game changer for you because you're going to be able to leverage like, oh, I noticed that the majority of sales were at this time. What time did I send my email? And you can start to see like patterns in your audience and what, what their buying habits are. So another thing that's really interesting is that a lot of events that did really, really well, a common denominator in them was on the sales page that talked about the event. It had pictures of what they could expect. So whether it was like, oh, this, this person is going to be there teaching a, a little lesson, or this speaker will be there, or we're going to do this, or we're going to dance like that, like having actual images of people doing it was a huge game changer. And it was two times more tickets sold on pages with pictures that were real, not stock photos, like from the internet, real photos, like even if they're crappy photos, real photos, two times higher likelihood of selling out. So here's what I want to say. If you're putting together an event where you're having people come and they're meeting you at a venue and you're dancing and you're teaching them, whatever you want to do, uh, any kind of event, really, if you even break even on that event. If you even lose money, it doesn't matter. Use that as an opportunity to get some photos of people that are going to be able to be used as this social proof to show like what you can do. And when you have your event page, use those in the invitation to say like, oh, I could see myself in that position, like going to that place and being in a photo booth or um, like whipping my hair and dancing, right? You want to give them the emotion of what it would feel like. Don't just go off of a, um, a Canva image that you make, like the invitation image and say like, this is going to be enough to give people confidence in my abilities when you're brand new starting out. So I hope that as you are going through and learning how to really leverage your events ticket sales that if you're doing it on your own, if you're building your own thing, if you're using Eventbrite or you're using Google Forms, whatever method you choose, I think it's really important that you consider all of those things, which will help the user have a good time, which will show what you're capable of. 
and that you price it correctly until you build that confidence in your abilities and people's expectation of what they can get for that, if that makes sense. So thank you guys for joining me on this lesson. Um, I so appreciate you being here.